behold, the Discworld. <laughs> We're all leveled up. Let's see if we uh, get to use some of those fancy new goodies. I hope so. Uh, Let's pop right on over to the library where you have walked into this space, Genovia. Uh, Mustrum Ridcully, Arch-Chancellor of the Unseen University, at your side. And you are leading the way with this lit staff of yours. Can you tell me about that staff? You said it was like an old wizard staff, right? Somebody who passed it to you? Yes. So when I was born, as I said, they thought the wizard came to the mountain where I was born and bestowed this staff upon me, thinking I was a son (laughs) and not a daughter. But later, this staff became my friend and my companion that is traveled with me and helped aid my wizardry. Are you referring to Gunstis? Yes. He must have left when I was just a chap. Yes, yes, Gunstis, yes. I knew I'd recognize that staff. Gunstis Mayweather, yes. Yes, Gunstis Mayweather. Yes. Wow, small world. You know, I never saw him. I never saw him since I was an an infant, actually. I don't think I've ever seen him. He died, right? Passed it on to you? Well, yes, he passed it on to me, but you know... uh, I think I'm supposed to... He's supposed to mean something to me, but he really doesn't. Hmm. Hmm. Is that wrong? Seems like a microcosm. (laughs) Seems like a symptom of a larger problem. A meaningless universe in which we find meaning and try to put sort of... A value that doesn't exist. Uh, Chancellor, do you ever feel scared? (laughs) Uh, you guys are saying this as this darkened room, it, instead of being similar to the old hallways of the library, which, though strange and were not uh, conforming to space-time, as you understand them, uh, or maybe they were as you understand them because you're a wizard, this is not a library at this point. You are walking in, on black stone, and the only difference between the black below you and the black above you is that far in the distance above, you can see the pinpricks of light and uh, uh, constellations. Mustrum Ridcully looks at you and says, No! Being scared's for ninnies! Ha ha! Unconvincingly. <laughs> right, I was, I was just testing you! <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Do you see that above us? Is that the parsnip? The celestial... <laughs> yes, the important portent. Yes, the, yes. What, what should we do? I think I should. I think I should try to contact a spirit in here and see if it can reveal. That sounds a, like a spell. Yes, good. Yes. Fuck good. yeah! <laughs> it's been a while since I've done any wizardry, if I'm honest. I'm, gra- I'm glad to bring some spice into your life. Mostly baseball. Yes. Okay. Go yes. ahead and cast that spell. <laughs> This is a, a, a spell called Conjure Spirit. Yes, Contact Spirits. Contact Spirits. Uh, sweet. So that's a nine. Oh, shit. Nice. Sweet. There's a light whistling sort of resounding from uh, far away, perhaps to your left, uh, uh, off in the distance as you begin to summon up the runes and incantations for this specific spell. Uh, what does it look like when you are summoning or contacting a spirit in this way? Because I think uh, whatever you do, the uh, uh, the stars of the constellation of the celestial parsnip begin to glow uh, in order, like one, two, three. Each star begins to very slightly pulse a little brighter. It's kind of like I am stirring a cauldron that's not really there with my staff. You're making the movements. Yes. Read that spell to me real quick. <laughs> the spell itself. Name the spirit you wish to contact. 
or leave it to the GM. You put that creature through the planes just close enough to speak to you. It is bound to answer any one question you ask to the best of its ability. Now, what do you think this is? Is this uh, summoning up like uh, uh, something celestial and inhuman for information? Uh, is it perhaps a god or is it an old dead wizard that might have this information uh, for you? Which would you prefer? I think celestial. Great. So uh, I think that as you do this, uh, the whistling in the distance uh, echoes and fades out. But above, the celestial parsnip actually begins to shimmer and move and come down towards you, dropping out of the firmament above and begin to take a more stylized shape. Uh, And more stars appear within this mass until the celestial parsnip is filled in and and looks more like the pointillism. <laughs> Until Not uh, half a recorder, it, but a full. It, it settles in front of you. Uh, a, an object of stars condenses slowly into one glowing spot, and you hear or feel rather an, a wordless question. It is asking you for what you want to know. Oh, great celestial parsnip! The Arch Chancellor and I have come here today to deliver you such portents and ask what they mean. I had this dream, and there was a ship, and men in the ship, and it was overturned, and the portents were so terrifying, I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think the the star kind of, if it had words or language, it would say, yeah, I'll see what I can do. And the (laughs) circular nature of it begins to disperse and become a rectangle in front of you with all pure blackness in the middle of this uh, celestial starlit frame. And an image comes into view. But before we get to that, let's head on over to our other boys. Yeah. So you guys have just witnessed the arresting of a bloodied up, uh, suspicious looking Dr. Whiteface, current leader of the Fool's Guild. Where's Carrot Top? Captain Carrot, I think, uh, has conscientiously put Dr. Whiteface into the back of the uh, paddy wagon, which is just a covered wagon uh, emblazoned with the watch colors and pulled by a very large troll in watch uh, paint. Mm-hmm. Trolls don't really wear clothes so much usually. They're mostly just kind of painted if they're like with an organization because they're nice. just big rock boys. Captain Carrot uh, hops up top and says, Right on, Sergeant Detritus. And they head off towards Pseudopolis right, Yard going down south. He looks over you and says, uh, sort of shakes his head. I'm on watch business. All right. Uh, and I what are you guys it. doing? Are there any other guards Shit. around? I-, I think they're mostly milling at this point. There's a couple uh, stationed in front of the Fool's Guild. Inside, you can see... Uh, give me a roll. Any, just one person. Roll. What is this? Discern reality. Yeah, discern realities. Seven. Okay. You see a guard come out front with a what looks like a uh, a, a whipped cream custard pie that has been stuck on his face, and he kind of pulls it off and like boots it off to the side before thinking better about it and getting an evidence bag and putting it in the in the evidence bag and sealing it up. I'll have a pun. I wish I had a pun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than I feel that, like as a bard, I should have these kind of old hand, but I've got nothing. Other than that, there's a uh, a very slim fool with uh, very dark hair, and pale skin, who is talking to the tall, handsome, I would describe her woman with the long hair, who uh, through a body, yeah, the, through the body, yeah, through a body, uh, and he is gesticulating. Uh, he's going, you can't hear what he's saying, but he's. It looks like he's disappointed or shocked or. And just sort of relaying uh, events in this sort of body language that I'm doing do, right do now. Do I recognize him as Giggles? 
Uh, you don't specifically okay. know this guy, uh, but you can discern or discern realities if you would wish to, if you want to like sort of sidle up and get a look at this guy. Yeah, curious if that guy or if the guy in the body bag was Giggles or like what that was about. Well, um, I, also, I assume that you're still on me like a neck pillow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got a, ooh, I forgot. Um, was, so I got a six on discern reality, so I failed. Yes, that but is we a did, failure. But you know, that's good. We all, we got. I got an experience point. Um, but yeah, so I definitely um, do not discern anything. Wait, that's seven. I got seven, but I got a minus one wisdom. Oh, I see. <laughs> no. I see what that does. He's a punch boy. He's not a look boy. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just gonna mark that. So you're gonna mark that real Character quick. Sheet. Uh, Charles Jerry uh, appears. You don't know how long he's been standing there, but he's next to you on the pavement looking in and says wow this is really re- weird right Franklin Barry Bradford help me out here so you what? what's your name again kid you see that? I mean I loved hanging out with you as a you kid and all and well, it's just really that? truly you know I, I just feel like we need to reconnect and uh, Jerry, look is, hey listen to me Hey, listen to I'm me. Listen, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, you're a possum. You shouldn't should be able to speak that loud. Do you have a possum? Do you have a Dwayne? Do I have a who what? Do you have your own Dwayne? Hey, I'm Dwayne? talking to you, Bradley. Goddamn, can I discern reality in this motherfucker? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, either an int or a wisdom. I think a wisdom. Nine, ten. Hello. Um, nobody else can see uh, Jerry. Except you, you point at it and people either look at the wrong place or they're definitely not responding to a talking possum. He's like, hey, Bradley. Hey, hey, Bradley. Hey, hey, you ain't Yo, real. I can snap I, too. I'm, I'm going to need you to focus up real quick. I'm your best friend, <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah, Brad's smoke. Yeah. All right. What, what's right. Up? What's up? Jeremy? How could you forget my name? No, no, no. How could you forget my name? I thought that was name? my name. Your name's Jerry. That's what I said. God damn it. Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what do you want from me, Jerry? I need... There's something in there that I need, and I don't know what it is, but uh, you're, you know, out of the love you bear for me, out of the worship that you have for whatever we were when, you know, back in the yeah, day, back in the, five years ago or that, whenever. That one day. Yeah, that, that one day. That, um, yeah. I, I need you to get me in there. In where? There. The building. You're just pointing. There's work. something in it, and I, I want it. In the, in the music building? Uh, Dwayne, in your ear, is getting really uh, sort of uh, uh, agitated, and he's like, is he talking to somebody? Oh, brother, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think he's got his own you. His own me? Yeah. You can't see it, can you? No. Nope. Good, you're loyal, aren't you? Of course oh, I am. Oh, you're loyal. Right? I treat you good, you treat me good. That's what it is, right? God, he's like a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> Do I sure you ain't doing that holy drug? Hey, Krusty? Yeah. I don't ask much of you, right? No. You I just... haven't steered you wrong before, right? No, you steered me here. You got me this cool thing. I think there's something real nice in that building I need you to get me to, Krusty. I think there's something real nice in there for both of us. And as you both look, as your respective Dwayne's or whatever they are, are are telling you to go into the building to get them into the building, you look up and uh, the pale fool who, whose face you see now is just pale. There, the only uh, change of makeup on this fool's face is two red dots and a red sticky uh, clown nose on the front. Uh, looks at you guys, and there is such a level of cold disdain and hatred in those hard eyes that is just gone and the painted on smile and the the nice rosy cheeks are 
are all you can really see of this of this fool as he uh, reaches out to the sergeant, points over his shoulder at you guys, and walks back inside. The sergeant begins to walk close and close the uh, fool's guild door behind her. What do you do? I say, rude. Like I need a tickle. Need a tickle. <laughs> I can tickle, motherfucker. I didn't see. I didn't see my ghost hero again, right, or anything like that. Like <laughs> in the midst of all of that, are, are you looking around? Well, I mean, I don't know because, like I said, I was. I, I, I'm there. I just didn't know. Like, uh, what, what I'm kind of just give me a quick look around. Uh, just a, a quick perceive, discern realities. Yeah, there you go. That's a seven. Hey. That's a, a seven. Just uh, enough. To your right, you see Buff uh, Strongston. But. Yeah. Buff Strongston. Buff Strongston, uh, the muscle-bound dwarf of legend. He's like, hey, I know we uh, got off on the wrong foot back there, um, I do, but, you know, you still love me, right? Well, yeah, that's I was trying to show you how much I loved you by showing you how strong I am. Oh, I love that. That's- do you not remember how you would always, sh- on, on your friendship tours, your friendship tours where, where you would beat up your friends? I do remember doing that <laughs> yeah. with my friends. Yeah. Here in the city? I mean, yeah, you came yeah, to this city. That's yeah, when I saw I you as a kid. But I told right. you it's the friendship tours. Yeah, it's the friendship I mean, tours. You're I saying a lot of these things like you don't know that. I don't and mean so to I'm cut you off. I mean that ghosts just have I, bad memories. I really don't mean <laughs> to cut you off. I'm not trying to tell you how a ghost should live. I know. I understand, and I feel no. like we have grown yeah, closer. Yeah, no, if you're unclear on anything, right. I want to. I want. I want you to be super clear. So ask yeah. me any questions. I'll you. answer as honest yes. as you want. Your name is as I know. Wait a minute! I never met you. No, we never met. That's what I'm saying. But. But you just said you knew it. Well, let's just let's let's uh, introduce each other right now. Hi, I'm Buff Strongston, right? I already know who you are. Yeah, but what's your name? Is what I'm saying. Hey, look, man. I, like, Wait a minute. You're getting a little, you know. You know who my father is, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys see Buff Strongston? I think this is when they're all talking to their sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I'm like wrapping up with Dwayne and then like looking distrustfully at like the conversations that are happening here. Like they, these, the, whatever they're talking to, whatever their Dwayne is, doesn't seem like it actually knows them. Dwayne has gotten me very distrustful of what everyone else is talking to. <laughs> look, I, I'm I like just... somebody's trying to lead my friends astray. Is where I'm at right now. Look, buddy, boy, dwarf, man, like me, I'm a dwarf. Uh, can you do me a favor? There's something in that building that is, you know, I feel like we should go check it out, you and me, like friends. You know what? What? Buff Strongson wants something. Yeah. That's something that could probably be sold for a lot of money. Yeah. It probably is, right? Yeah. But I, I don't know if you get this. I'm saying I'm going to go and take it for myself, sell it, not give it to you. Who? See, okay, uh, if I can come with, honestly, I don't know if I might. What do you mean if you can come with? Just walk inside. Hi, uh, Sergeant Angua. Um, excuse me, sir? Uh, and the tall woman with the tresses of blonde yeah, hair yeah, is yeah. referring to you specifically, Edward. I think you're still in I like the arms of Krusty. He's yeah. on me like a yeah, neck I'm pillow. on top of him still. Yeah, yeah. he's full, full neck pillow, yeah. full airport right now. This entire time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. One question first. Do you see world-renowned um, <laughs> strongman buff strongman? Buff strongston. Uh, are you pointing anywhere near Charles? And she's like, nice to meet you, buff. Uh... I might have a question <laughs> for sorry, you as well. I'm sorry. You thought this this boy's servant was Buff Strongman. All right, clearly law has no rule in here. I have to go inside, and I hop down and start walking. Whoa, sir, 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 sir. This is an ongoing investigation, sir. Well, I'll tell you what. 
How about you contact my secretary over at the Dorvin Fighting Championship Guild, and uh, we will get all of this worked out. I'd love to answer some questions, but I need to go inside. I just want to say for the listeners, Joel had an absolutely manic look in his eyes just now. He's me scared for my life. He's got his punching face on. Back, <laughs> back in the library. No, we, we need to unpack this. How are you guys feeling with the whole like ghost thing or whatever the hell is going on? Got a strong impulse to get in that building. You do? Got a strong impulse to get in that building. Thanks to what Jerry is I'm asking go in that you. For Jerry. No, okay. I'm going whatever Jerry uh, says. And Jerry. Yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling very distrustful of like I I trust my friends. I think that they are being bamboozled. Dwayne has me convinced that anyone who's talking to these people who's not Dwayne is trying to lead them the wrong yeah. way. Your imaginary but friend has you convinced that exactly. our imaginary friends are bad. <laughs> well, Dwayne's real. That's beside the point. <laughs> so I don't but, care about me bamboozled. I like Jerry. But right, but right now, Jerry. but right well, now I'm like, but we're that, that clown guy got to go inside. Why can't we go inside? Well, I, I guess he's now acting President Giggles is um is. Well, within his rights to be within the Fool's is, Guild. Is that Giggles? That's acting President Giggles, yes. Um, I, I do need to ask you all some questions. Uh, do you have a relationship with the current suspect, uh, Dr. Whiteface? No, not. not uh, although that would have been relevant, so uh, thank you for bringing it up. Um, a business relationship? I wanna, I wanna, lore, I wanna roll to spout lore, and I wanna, I wanna try to see if I know anything about uh, guild heads, like, being able to get, like, immediate. Meetings with other guild heads. This is so good. <laughs> yes. Good thing Ooh. I failed. Ooh, buddy. So. I'm gonna just... Uh, <laughs> got a five. Let me lick my pencil really quick. That would have been just, tight, uh, though, if I did it. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, so I'm just very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I still want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, so I just go... We have no time for this. Under Guild Law Ordinance 75-2, paragraph B725, I demand to have parlay with a fellow guild head member under the light of the new moon. <laughs> under the light of the new moon. We've got a little dance ready. You know I'm not going to let that go. <laughs> Please give it a little dance so that oh, listeners yeah, can... He starts like... You hear like the sound of rock moving, and she just like starts doing a little like. It's an Irish. Just rock It's more hula. Oh, I see. Sergeant Angua uh, says. Can I try to sneak while this distraction goes on? <laughs> distraction. Maybe in a second, because let, let me just let me just resolve. Let me resolve one failure at a time. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll have a roll for it. Uh, a giant, uh, the, the giant troll that had uh, brought the cart off comes lumbering back onto the scene and says, "Problem, Angua." Angua says, "That's Sergeant." And no, uh, I'm going to need you to stand in front of that door, detritus, until uh, either Carrot or I uh, relieve you. Uh, he snaps a salute that actually dings off of his rock and his helmet, uh, and shoulders his giant blunderbuss and walks in front of the door. Passes the time, kicking at pebbles beneath his feet. Uh, Sergeant Angua turns to you all you and his says, "Mean his toes? Huh? You mean his toes? The pebbles between his feet? Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a rock troll. <laughs> <rock roll. laughs> 
and uh, she says, thank you, Sergeant Detritus, and issues three little slips of paper and says, I would really appreciate it if you would come into Pseudopolis Yard at some point and um, give affidavits. Uh, in the meantime, I'm afraid I have to leave you. Have a good day, gentlemen. And walks off towards the south. I'm going to say this. I threw a dead body at her. She didn't really do anything. I think Don't fucking pull me out. <laughs> Sweet ass. Fucking fist bump. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this fella in the door. He seems like he's got some sense. And I go over to the troll fella. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna hop on over to that library. <laughs> so the frame of stars has resolved, and the blackness inside begins to show, to, to churn and to, to show colors. And again, you hear that whistling from off in the distance, and what sounds like might be uh, feet pattering along this hard black stone floor. Uh, but in front of you, uh, the frame, Mustroom says, uh, Don't worry, I'll keep an eye out. Get what you need to get. Uh, and Thank you, Archchancellor. The image in that, uh, the image begins to resolve out of colors in this frame. The, you see that same dream from a, perhaps a different perspective. You see the ship on a, a rolling sea, and you begin to zoom in to this image, and you see that the ship in dream logic is made up of buildings and, and cobblestone pathways and parks, and you even see the Patrician's Palace itself, and you realize that the ship itself is Ankh Morpork. Furthermore, zooming out from the ship again, you begin to see that underneath it uh, is the firmament of the disc, and the figurehead of the ship is... Uh, Great Atuin, the star turtle, upon which the elephants in the disc and all of this world sits as it swims through space. You see figures of your dreams, but now you don't see them as men. You see them as uh, animals. You see them as uh, fire, beings of ice and wind, uh, uh, congregations of elements and energies swirling into and around each other, all fighting for supremacy, uh, uh, passing tokens between each other uh, with, with human faces on them, uh, falling upon each other, fighting, arguing, uh, climbing up as far as they can, tearing apart the buildings of this ship until finally the great uh, structure cannot take it anymore and with a groan of wood great atuin as the figurehead begins to split and the ship begins to capsize and all are lost in the bottom of the black sea great scott <laughs> i must run to tell i must run to tell my friends crusty and charles and that really nice dwarf i just met <laughs> we must save Ankh Morpork and the entire disc. Genovia? Yes? I, I, I think we have company. Uh-oh. Describe it. Uh, an autonomous construct of some sort. What does it look like? As it comes shuffling and crunching and rambling out of the shadows. It's like an alligator's body with a ram's head face. Hell yeah. It opens up its mouth and lets out nothing. First, I'm frozen in fear, and then I grab my staff, I try to missile this. Cool, you cast Arcane Missile. Yes. Give me a roll plus inch for casting that big old magic spell. Yikes! Okay, it's a, it's a seven. 
Ooh, just cool. barely. Yeah, just barely. Nice. Uh, I'm going to say that Ridcully, working basically as your hireling, which is a, a mechanic in this game, uh, can give you uh, bonuses on certain spells. So we'll say that in the yeah. future, he's giving you a plus one for these spell type rolls. Okay, great. Uh, and I think good. also a plus one for any strength rolls you might want to do, because he's oh. a big burly man. Yeah, good. He's just sort of helping out for the time being. Baseball! Uh, so it's an eight. Uh, I'm going to say that the ongoing demerit as these... D- describe how the missiles fly out of your staff, was it? I hold it towards this creature. This and I say... Ramligator. Ramligator. Yes. Behold the fire of my staff. <laughs> I know the most difficult part is the one-liner. I'm working on it, you know. I, I haven't had the experience here. No, I understand. I was trained by a witch, okay, Rick Cully adds uh, his staff uh, and taps yours and gives whatever power he can, and these brilliant bolts of light begin to fly out of it and slam into the crocodile, knocking it off to the side briefly. It lets loose a silent hiss and begins to waddle around towards your flank, but you have uh, knocked it very briefly out of the way. It is still coming on. Go ahead and roll damage for those arcane missiles. Oh, nice. Oh, shit. What is it? six. Six. Oh, Sweet. damn. Yeah, yes. it's looking uh, pretty bad, and uh, you actually, uh, as these bolts of light slam into it, it begins to chip off what you thought was, like, the ram's head, and inside is just the, the inky blackness that otherwise pervades this room. And uh, Mustard says, Wow! Nice shot! Uh, that was a weird Thanks voice. To your, <laughs> Thanks to your Nice shot! Are you all right? I peed myself a little. <laughs> this isn't quite... I heard it in your voice. We'll clean it up later. We have bigger things to worry about Indeed. now. Indeed. You're losing ground, moving away from the, the frame that is still there uh, and still displaying uh, things within uh, this, the, the, the inky blackness. You, you're going to have to perceive realities to check it out, but at the moment you are mostly keeping uh, track of where the Ramligator is, uh, and currently it is coming from your flank, pushing you in a way away from where the, the frame is. Sort of careening towards you at an angle. Again? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's just what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, nice. Okay. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. What was 12. it? Twelve. Damn it! I was gonna impose a minus one because of the mixed success last time, but it doesn't matter. Hell yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll your two d four as two more uh, arcane missiles come screaming out of your uh, staff. Believe it or not. It is enough as you hit it uh, and these lights slam into its side and more and more pieces chip off of the ram and the alligator sort of uh, construct flesh, uh, leaving the blackness within. And it seems like as though it's going to continue to charge you anyway when all of a sudden those pieces fall to the ground like shards of pottery and uh, dissolve. And Mustrum says, CRACKING SHOT! I'm just like crouched down to the ground because I thought it was going to eat me, and then I peek open my eyes, and I'm like, "We did it! You did it! I helped a little bit." Now I can finally secure my name as the first female wizard and be taken seriously. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best. Rules were meant to be bent. I'll take it. <laughs> Wait, what is that? And he points at the the frame of the of the stars again. And it, uh, while it had shown a couple images while you were focusing on the Ramligator, there is one specific uh, image that you are now seeing. It is a, a cavern, stone and and dripping uh, stalactites and stalagmites, and it is lit uh, internally from sort of pulsing green phosphorescence. And uh, you see seven A spokes around the walls of this cavern, something that is 
Uh, not not natural forming stone, but perhaps of the same material. Uh, and it zooms out too quick for you to see, and all of a sudden you are no longer in a, a tavern, but spiraling away towards a bird's eye view of Ankh Pork and then into space, and then it goes dark, and the frame collapses. And slowly the, the stars that make up the celestial parsnip begin to fall back into the air and take their places in the firmament. Well, what was... What, what, what? I grab his arm and I say, Hodge Chancellor, we must move now. And you do. <laughs> Could you guys, yeah. <laughs> we, we must save... We must save the town. There are many people there. I fear something bad is going to happen. That's a good reason to do things. <laughs> I'll have to tell the lads to wait a little bit longer for the baseball game. Let's go! <laughs> and you guys, I suppose, trample on out of the library and into the, the light of day. Take a look at my crystal balls See how they shine Ready for a big old load to fill your mind. Hello, comrades. Jonah here, back in the saddle to say thank you for listening to episode four of It's great to be talking to y'all again. We've been having a crazy time lately with traveling and shows. Uh, If you're listening to this and you're in the Nashville area, come see Joe Lytus, Andrew, and myself in Shakespeare in Love at the Nashville Repertory Theater. But we're getting back in the swing of things, and we've got some fun stuff coming up for y'all to listen to. One of those things is that we will be guests for Critical Bits' special Spider Day episode. Joel, our favorite punch dwarf, was kind enough to ask us to come and be guest superheroes, along with a lot of other great podcast folks. Come gather around the Spider Day bush with me, the mayor, this Spider Day for the annual reading of the Battle of Spider Day story to the third grade class of Wallace H. Dale Elementary. That episode's going to be coming on April 17th, and you can find more at criticalbitcast.com slash spider hyphen day. Additionally, we at the Quest Company will be releasing a special prequel episode for our Spider Day characters, so be on the lookout for that. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please help us out and go to our show page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is super easy. It'll only take a minute of your time, and you doing that is a huge help to us as our podcast continues to grow. So please pause this episode, go submit a rating and review, and then hop right back in. We read every single review that comes in, and we love to see new ones. Additionally, you've surely heard by now that the Quest Company has a Patreon. If you really appreciate what we do and want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a patron. You can help us with necessary expenses and with goals that will help us continue to improve the quality of the show. We have multiple patron tiers available so that you can contribute as much or as little as you're comfortable with, and every single bit helps us immensely. If you'd like to give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. Alongside the Patreon, we also have a Quest Company Discord server where you can connect with the cast as well as other fans of the show. 
Patreon subscribers get a special role on the Discord, along with some other great rewards. And for a limited time, all new patrons of the Quest Company, regardless of what tier you subscribe at, will get a couple of Quest Co. stickers, along with a matching Quest Co. button, and a special Dawson Screak button. You can find the links to both the Patreon and the Discord server on our website, questcompanypodcast.com, and on our social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, etc., at the Quest Company. And just like with reviews, new patrons will get a shout-out on the podcast. This side quest is brought to you by our marvelous sponsor, Caster and Pollux, makers of mystical jewelry and geeky novelties. Quest Company listeners can go to castpollux.com and get 15% off your entire order of dice, jewelry, and other nerdy accessories by using the code THEQUESTCO at checkout. That is an awesome deal that you should totally take advantage of. And if you order a set of dice or a cool piece of jewelry from Caster and Pollux, send us a picture and we'll feature you on our Instagram and Twitter. I'd like to take a moment to thank the ethereal Joseph Cash for the portents theme, as well as for the tasty Dobro jams he put together for this side quest. I'd also like to thank the other fabulous artist whose music we used. Thank you to Tabletop Audio for the tracks Endless Voyage, Secret Garden, and Noir Procedural. You can find more great tracks for your next gaming session at tabletopaudio.com. Thank you to Duna for the song Wizard's Mask. Thanks to Soft and Furious for Ocean's Ending. Thank you to Guitar Wizards of the Future for the song Crystal Balls and the Daniel Wyvern for the song Sanctuary of the Sky Gods. Thanks to Mild Winter for the song Prophet of Nothing. You can find more from all of those artists on freemusicarchive.org. Additional sound design by Swanho and X86Cam. That's all for me, so let's get back to the fun. Thank you for listening to Portents here at the Quest Company. Long ago, from the depths, arose the lady of the lake to bestow upon a young boy the power to expand minds. And I think that is about where uh, we found you guys with this conversation uh, uh, ending and leaving only the giant troll in the doorway. Sergeant Detritus. I want to have a chat with him. It seems like a fella with a good head on his shoulders. And he might be all about the, the Dwayne there. You know, right, ex- exactly. About Dwayne. Yeah, he might be into that. What do you think, new boss? I think uh, you go have a chat with him. Charles. Listen, I had a talk with Beef. <laughs> you talk with Beef. Listen, we have a bond. No, you don't. I don't know if you knew about... Uh, I looked over at Beef and I was like, do you have a bond with him? Speaking to him in, in language for the first time. I love you. <laughs> I, I, I love you too, Beef. I, I love you. I, I, man, I love you too. I really love you. Wow, you understand what I'm saying? I can understand what you're saying, dude. I just, I just leveled up, man, so I got all this... <laughs> 
got this brand new shit to try out, so I'm excited to excited listen, to listen, listen. That's so Charles, cool. What? I love you. Well, love you too. Well, Krusty's distracted him. <laughs> He's trying to lie to me. Have you have you bonded with him? I haven't eaten him. Well, I mean, as you haven't eaten a lot of people. Do you want me to eat him? No. I mean, let me let me let me think about it. Let me think about it. Okay, love you. I love you too. <laughs> Sorry, I remember I was talking to the bear. Uh, did that sound like bear speech? Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I love you. Listen, so clearly he vouched for me. Anyways, we need... Uh, no, he just said he hasn't eaten you yet. That's, that's, we both know what that means in bear. Anyways, we need to find a way in. And I think, like, I know, I know you're pretty good at looking at stuff. Yeah. I'm not that great yeah. at it, so... <laughs> If you can look for a way to get in, we can get in while Krusty is distracting the guard. Okay. I'm going to go look. And I go look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's an alleyway. Several. I take, I take beef with me. There's two alleyways. Uh, let me check the map real quick. I'm going away from the microphone. I'm sorry. You take beef with you. Are, are both of you going to check out the alleyways? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with them. Cool. What I'm are you looking talk, for? I'm going to talk to Detritus. Detritus there. Sergeant Detritus. Yeah. Uh, you. Yeah, and I'll say this: we're waiting until Krusty goes up and starts to talk to talk to the guards, so we we're, so we want to like use uh, that as yeah. a diversion. Sure. So uh, it'd be down the alleyway that you came from, God Street. You know, there's probably another street that abuts uh, the Fools Guild's like actual like uh, uh, brick and stone mm-hmm. like uh, building, but the one you're right next to is where you just came from, God Street, where the music uh, guild can be found. So you guys head on down that way and give me a, a perceive discern realities or something if you're looking just at the, the, the make of the building itself. And give me an assisted one if you would like. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Oh, great. Mixed success. Oh, I failed my aid. Uh, <laughs> well, so as you pass by... Wait, really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm not good at looking. <laughs> you're good looking. I get to take a hard move. Cool. So you head on down, and you are looking for anything that strikes your specific fancy about this building itself. And on a mixed success, I'm supposed to give you something interesting, but it's up to you to make it useful, right? Yes. I'm going to say that the vaulted... Uh, oh, for one thing, you notice that uh, the door knocker on the closed door behind detritus is a pair of women's breasts. Uh, second of all... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... Second of all, man, that's such a weird phrase I just said. Let's say it some Let's more. It. All together now. A pair of women. But you said it's the doorknob? The door knocker. They're knockers. What knockers? I just wanted to clarify that it was the knocker. The knockers, yes. God almighty. That, I didn't make that up, though. That's the problem. You notice that it's, it's very well made. It's whitewashed stone. Uh, it's one of the, like I said, the, the neater looking, uh, more, uh, upkept buildings, especially on this street, which houses the Musicians Guild, Musicians, yeah, Musicians Guild, which is now the Dwarven Fighting Championship, uh, headquarters. But this building is very smooth, by which I mean no real handholds. Uh, even the drain pipes seem to be recessed slightly into the, the, the brick and stone. Uh, but you do notice that um, the post office, which is the building directly next to it, has a roof that is basically the same height, maybe a little taller, than that of the Fool's Guild. Can I put my ear up to the door, see if I hear anything? Mm, the door. The door, with the breasts. No, because uh, there's a big uh, stone uh, oh, troll in front of it. Yeah, yeah, right. sorry. 
I gotta like go down, you know, and see if I see anything down the alleyway. Cool. You can go down like Fog Alley, which is the other alley that abuts it, and it, it'll probably be much the same thing. I think that the uh, uh, um, the rooftops on that side are much disproportionate. They're probably much. Uh, What's the word? Uh, uh, closer to the ground, they're much shorter right. buildings. Uh, you do notice that, uh, the, uh, Assassin's Guild is directly next to the Fool's Guild. They actually share a wall, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed that in your time in Ankh-Morpork before, but weird. it seems like a weird combination. Post office seems to be the extent of physical things that you notice about, uh, this building in itself. There was just one more thing. Uh, there are several people. Uh, similar to how you guys have been seeing people around before, either walking up and doing the same thing you're doing, uh, looking at the building and then looking into space and saying something and then looking at the building again. And they, they, they look a little, um, uh, nonplussed, sort of shrugging and gesticulating to the air before putting their hands on the building. And hmm. let's go up to our troll boys. Mm-hmm. So you walk up, uh, Sergeant Detritus is big for a troll. He's very clean for a troll. Normally trolls, it, it, the form of facial hair is moss and lichen that grows on trolls. I don't know if Krusty has because he's from the uh, more tropical areas. Right, yeah, no, he's clean. Sure. Uh, very much so is uh, Sergeant Detritus, except for a little soul patch right on the, the big uh, stone chin. And he says, Hello. Hello there, Sergeant. Um, I'm new in town and I've, uh, I've been sort of on a mission. Have you heard about Dwayne? I haven't met him. Would you like to meet Dwayne? Sure. Is he... I pull out the rock and I say, this is... Well, this isn't actually Dwayne. Right, more of you. Right, yeah. No, yeah. no. But yeah, it's your friend. He talks to you. He's telling you things. Right, I get it. I right, get no, it. look. There's a bunch of people around here. They're a bunch of loonies talking to invisible people. Yeah, it looks like a mass there. delusion to me, but um, you, I'm sure you're different, right? Well, yeah, because mine happened before I came here to Ankh-Morpork. Right, where from? Well, I'm out from Rimwood. Very cool. Can I help you in some way? Yeah, well, I was just wondering, could I... I've been trying to spread the word, you know, Dwayne's fairly new, but could I perhaps... Uh, no. I'm going to say no to that. Thank you. (laughs) Appreciate it. Uh, no. Could I just, like, hold him up to your ears, see if you hear him whisper to you a little bit? I think he, like, takes it in his hand. I, I And I want to try to invoke, like, really try to get him to trust me, my rock troll bard ability, where, like, I trolls think, are innately more trusting to me. See, as they... and I think the, the way that I can invoke that with this is that you are talking to a guy who's just trying to do his job, and he hasn't told you to fuck off. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> and, and, more, more, or less, more than that, like, literally an officer of the law. Who is been told to do something and say nobody can get in at the scene of a murder? It seems. So um, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say, look, I innately trust you and I feel comfortable around you. Uh, no, you may not hit me on the head. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll take him. And he holds out a big slab of granite hand. Great. And I'll I'll, I'll hand the hand the Dwayne rock over to him. Which and I'll hoey hoey. Oh yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah, he hit me on the head with that. Who? Dwayne. The Rock. No, Dwayne hit me on the head with the Rock. Dwayne hit you on the head with Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne hit me on the head with a visual representation <laughs> of Dwayne. And then I fell down the mountain and then I kept walking and I got hit. Uh, have you met Constable Visit? Nuh-uh. Yeah, Visit the Infidel with explanatory pamphlets? Oh, uh, sorry, do what? Uh, Constable Visit. Yeah. Constable visit the infidel with explanatory plant pamphlets. He's always talking about religion and shit too. Maybe, I mean, he's a very nice, he's a very nice 
Dwayne, you got there. Oh, and he hands him you. over to you. I and hope he talks to you sometime. At this moment is when Genovia uh, walks up. Uh, I think with Mustard and Ridcully in tow. Running. I'm barreling towards him. Yeah, are you still using your um, Detect Magic cantrip? Yeah. Uh, it, there's the smell again. Uh, and it's even more potent than before. And uh, there, there seems... Not the crusty smell. No, it, 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 I mean, this is the, the smell that you had previously, uh, associated with Krusty. Um, but now you were smelling on other people. They all, they all smell. Ma'am, can I help you? Hey, gumdrop pimple plant! <gasps> My rock companion! True, I knew I smelled you from a mile away. Listen, you must hear me. Is that racist? Sorry, don't mind me, ma'am. Who are you? Sergeant Detroit, who are you? I've been evangelizing. Did you bring out that rock again? I tell you to put him up. <laughs> yeah, there right. are more important matters at hand. The portents I was telling you of. <laughs> How did you find out what you what you yes, that was? Yes, I was able to complete part of my quest to find out there are more dangers, dangers <laughs> more vast than you <laughs> would ever imagine. Why do I always get the religious freaks? <laughs> She just glares at him. <laughs> Dangers so fast that your mother would rather gouge out her eyes <laughs> and put them in a slow cooker and serve them with meatballs than see these things that I have found. And I know, I know the truth that we must act fast. Can you help me? Oh, all right, yeah, Mama. So what we're gonna do, Barry? Where, where is our friend with the bear? Where are you guys? <laughs> You're I'm, around the corner. I, I, I ain't found shit. I'm coming back. I walk around the corner and I'm just and I I'm just yelling out loud. All right, I think if we uh, get on the post office roof, we can break it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just I just I remember that, uh, that I remember that guy's there. Hysterical as that is. <laughs> I think he's swept up in the religious frenzy that's going on. I don't know. Unless you really want him to know. Yeah, no, I, I noticed him there. It was like, we... What's up? Oh, hey, the, uh... Oh, my nice... What up? Good to see you again. What's your name? Gloria? What's your name? I forgot. <laughs> you traveled again. You know what? Sorry, I, I have bad memory also. It's been... This is Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, oh, I don't mean to interrupt, but... Did you move away from the active crime scene? You're literally on the doorstep. I have importance, I must tell you all. You and your importance. All you got in your important importance. I whisper to Krusty, I think that Charles is keeping some sort of secret from me. Well, Charles has had his own Dwayne talking to him. I don't got no Dwayne. Well, you got. I got no rock, and I got a visual representation. We need no more of these rocks. Do you (laughs) see? And then she looks around and sees people kind of talking to themselves, tripping in. Yeah, Yeah, Detritus is weirded out by that too. Yeah, you know why everybody else here seems to have their own Dwayne? Is what? Do you see it too? That's Do you not, smell that? I mean, it's possum. You know, I I thought it was just you at first, but now the smell is growing. Well, mine's real, first of all. All these other people are loonies. Uh, that's that's. She not just passes. She just passes Rocky hands, <laughs> and she says, "I know the rock friend is real to you, boy, but." We must figure out why these people, why these people all, one, smell the same, and two, who are they talking to? I mean, that's a good question. I have been, I have been 
to the unknown, and, and it has shown me Tell you what. very dark, dark, very dark, dark. things. And, kind I, of vague. and we must get to the bottom of this. Or is it start making punch? Maybe. Do you no. mind having this conversation a little farther from the front of the crime scene? I, I don't mean to be rude, folks. I'm glad you've all found each other what again. What is this crime scene he speaks of? Wait. I was a murder. Some, some Blanky and Detritus is staring off at the corner at nothing. God damn, he's tripping too. Oh, you see That's that? That's possum. Blanky, wh- I thought I lost you. Where have you been, Blanky? Oh, no. Having a conversation with the air. And that smell is very pungent. Uh, uh, Genovia. What? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sergeant now. I can't. Where have you been all these years? I thought. I thought. I thought. Uh, uh, Mom put you in the wash and I never saw you again. Blanky. Come here, Blanky. And he holds his uh, arms out. So he I just, yeah, I just lean over and whisper. Him. How do you feel about doing a crime right now? Oh, no, yeah. You lean over to whisper that to me <laughs> and you already see that uh, that Ed has um, noticed that this guy is distracted and so he's going to just try to uh, break open, like, he's going to try to break in the front door, like, as, a, <laughs> as he's distracted. Okay. Uh, you're going to shoulder past him and, and break into the front door. I, I think, okay, yeah, all right, I dig this. I think Detritus walks a foot away and starts talking to Blanky on the yeah. ground uh, and uh, is, is momentarily distracted. Give me a roll and let's see how quietly and unobtrusively you can break <laughs> you into this. So uh, I guess I'm going to be doing Defy Danger with Dex. Would that be what this probably would be under? No, or? I think this is your bend uh, okay. steel. Good, because I want it to be that. <laughs> You're like, I'll take that one. Good. Oh, uh, my God. Four. I got six. I used up all my good rolls. Now it's going to be session. a defied danger dex because uh, upon hearing tampering behind him, Detritus snaps back into his uh, uh, awareness. Oh, damn. Oh, there shit. We go. I got an 11 on defy danger. Okay, take if I'm like taking the damage, do I still am I still able to get in, or is this just I have to like? Get I think in? you failed to open the door. I okay. think you get up there and you like do the same thing that you've okay. done a couple yeah. times, completely successfully. Get ready to like you know to burst open the door, and it just either you're exhausted or you're thrown off by your uh, yeah. experience with uh, Buff Strongston that um you just can't do it. And Buff Strongston I think is there with. He's like yeah yeah do it do it get us in there. You were good for something. Uh, and uh, immediately, Sergeant Detritus, in mid-reminiscence with Blanky, yeah. uh, takes that giant, um, uh, what looks like a blunderbuss, but up close you can see is a massive heavy crossbow that looks almost like a siege weapon, oh. upon which and not one bolt, but a bundle of crossbow bolts, like we buy in a store, oh, God. brings it up to his shoulder, aims, and fires. Okay, so I'm that's gonna... six damage, ignore I'm... armor. Or you bring pain and destruction to your friends, or, or you get you get driven out of the square of the square. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the real ad move, and I'm gonna take six damage from ignoring armor. Yeah. Um. <laughs> your blood spatters the front of the fool's guild, and it uh, the the uh, bundle of crossbow bolts, in addition to tearing into your skin and yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 are yeah. bouncing off of each other and creating friction in midair. So not only does it burst into you, uh, immediately doing six damage to you and tearing into the meat of your, uh, I think your entire side mm-hmm. going up and yes. down your thigh. Uh, six damage, ignore armor, is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, it also tears into and breaks splintering part of 
the door, which is now starting to smolder and catch fire with the friction of the blast. What do you all do? Because this giant troll is immediately with his massive uh, granite slab arms uh, bringing the uh, the action back on the crossbow and begins to say, Stay where you are! I just play a, a lovely little chord and I'm like, it's alright, it's alright, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna play my little, my little instrument and just, uh, I'll, I'll give, I'll give, uh, Ed some extra damage just to be like, just in case. Okay, great. Um, but like, I'm playing it off like, hey, let's all just calm down. Let, let, let's just all take it easy. Ooh, a ten. Hell yes. And again, Ed, despite the blood uh, and the, the, the new entry wounds that you have going up and down your side into your right thigh, uh, you begin to feel that pulsing power of the Dobro begin to feel you again. Uh, Genovia and Charles have a split second. What do you think? Molly. You're going to just open up? <laughs> I'm going to open up. I mean, he, he hurt Ed. I don't like that. So. <laughs> wow. Going for it. Give me, a, for give it. me a volley roll. Wait. Says, Dear God, he's an officer of the law! I, I will, I mean, I'm neutral good, so. <laughs> give, give me that volley roll. Uh, that's like six, seven, eight. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, okay, uh, expire one ammunition. That's one of the the uh, drawbacks of a mixed success, right? Yeah. I think you start with three or something? Uh, I got an extra little pack, so I started with. Six. Cool. Now you have five. Uh, and deal your damage to big old Detritus. Nice. Just trying to do his job. <laughs> Genovia, what you doing? Um, well, I was going to charm him, but if we are taking the violent route, I will do that too. <laughs> I guess that's a... Genovia, my love! I mean, friends! <laughs> Are you with these rough scallions? I can never tell whether wax of what you just said to me. Ooh, nice! That's tasty. Wait, do I anything that? Oh my god! To the volley. I think it's just eight, unless you have a like a longbow that does extra damage. Yeah, uh, I think you shoot through his foot, and given that he's made of stone, that's that's, yeah, that's pretty quite good. something. <laughs> Uh, you, you pull back with the full draw of your bow, and your arrow actually slams through, and there is the crunch of gravel, and little pebbles fly out as the arrow poof, buries itself into the foot, into the ground, and Detritus lets loose a, a, a roar, ah, and it begins to uh, throw another uh, pack of uh, bolts into the crossbow, and <laughs> bring it back, and uh, bring it up to his shoulder for another shot. Violence is not always the answer, but in this case it must be. And <laughs> I shoot, I try to shoot little missiles at him from my staff. Oh my god. <laughs> Give me a magic roll. Sorry, <laughs> beloved actual Discworld character. <laughs> okay. Alright. Yeah. Minus one and minus uh, without Ridcully's help, because he is not okay with this. Six. Wait, what? So what? just minus one. So plus your intent, oh, intelligence, yeah. and oh, minus okay. one. Oh. So it's probably a seven. Oh, it's an eight. Great. Aha! Uh, I, I want to make clear, Ridcully is not assisting you on this yeah. because he yeah. does not agree. He's like, Genovia, no! As these uh, silvery bolts of light uh, fall uh, out of your staff and directly, I think, into the same foot. And Detritus begins to, like, uh, howl and roar. And it, it was a mixed success, wasn't it? I think without even realizing, he instinctually, with one hand, brings the crossbow around to bear and... Pff, Let's go. Uh, defy danger. Oh no! Is 
that the same? It's uh, a dex roll. Oh, she still needs to roll her damage. Oh, yeah, please roll damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, it doesn't do quite as much as uh, uh, it did against the uh, pottery star right. rep, uh, uh, ram, ram ligator. Because this guy is stone, stone I, I guess, is what I'm going for. Uh, it defied de- danger decks as uh, Detritus's massive artillery siege weapon goes off. Ooh, it's so Okay. Your, your face, ugh. Oh, I didn't like it. I didn't like his, his face. It, yeah, it, yeah. It looks like... Um, you take die. six damage. You are blown backwards off your feet as these entry wounds begin to pepper your body. Uh, I think you might have some defenses just as a wizard that try to keep you on your feet in, in a situation like this, but they are not prepared for an artillery weapon going off next to you. Oh, and you hear an outpouring of breath as Muster Midcully begins to bleed out of his oh, uh, no. uh, baseball uniform. This is a turn. And he no, looks he looks uniform. he looks down and he says, Genovia and falls to his knees. No. Oh shit. No <sighs> Find out what happens next time on Discord Welcome to the world of Heavendale, a town populated by superpowered teens that have been infiltrated by the Did group. Did you mention daycare yet? I was going to just say who they were. So hey, hey, don't forget to tell everybody that I used to be a villain. I have to I have to like get to that first before I can even say Damn it. Damn it, I rolled a five. Why are you rolling dice? We're just recording a promo and not playing. Ah, crap, I rolled a four. What? We are going to die in the promo. Okay, that doesn't really make sense if people haven't listened to the podcast yet, so I don't know why. It's a pre-callback. Okay, pre-callbacks are not a thing. I feel really good about the promo. I have not even finished the opening line. Yeah, I think we nailed it. Okay, no one knows the name of our podcast. It's Critical Bits. It's a comedy role-playing game podcast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.